0: Welcome to the award-winning show, Holding Down the Fort, brought to you by U.S. Vet Wealth. A podcast show that
1: focuses on sustaining a fulfilling a purposeful military life through conversation and community building.
0: I'm Jen Amos, a Gold Star daughter, veteran spouse, and creator of Holding Down the Fort.
1: And I'm Jenny Lynn Stroop, a seasoned military spouse, mom of two boys, and your co-host.
0: Together, we'll converse with special guests from the military community and for the community to share knowledge, resources, and relevant stories on how we can best hold down the fort for ourselves and our loved ones.
1: Now let's get started.
0: Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the award-winning podcast show, Holding Down the Fort. I am your creator and co-host, Jen Amos. And of course, as always, I have my co-host with me, Jenny Lynn Troop. Jenny Lynn, welcome back. Hey, glad to be here. So Jenny Lynn, we're really excited because we actually have a returning organization. Join us here on Holding Down the Fort. So just a quick background, Christina Etchberger is the founder of It's a Military Life. And if you want to learn more about her and how she started this amazing blog that's just grown to be a nonprofit and has a bunch of programs today, you could actually check out our past interviews with her, episode 63, as well as episode 67. And so that first one, episode 63, came out in November 2020, which is actually kind of crazy to know that I've known her for like almost a year now. (laughs) So just amazing how quickly time flies by. And she actually started It's a Military Life in the summertime of last year in the middle of the pandemic. And so since then, Christina has actually expanded and now she has a volunteer base. And so without further ado, we are really excited to have a volunteer of It's a Military Life representing today on our show. So Kira Seely is here with us today. Kira, welcome to Holding Down the Ports.
2: Hi, thank you so much for having me today.
0: Yeah, we are really excited to have you. And I just, I love that we are in a space where Christina's like, I am way too busy. I can't do interviews. (laughs) Let me just send someone else. And Kira, you disclosed with us before we started recording that you're a fairly new military spouse. So for our listeners meeting you for the first time, tell us a little bit about your background and what compelled you to volunteer with It's Military Life. Absolutely. Um, Well, like many
2: Brides or weddings that have occurred over the past year. And I actually had to postpone my wedding with my fiance to 2021. And so once we realized that that was happening, we went ahead and got legally married at the courthouse. We did the courthouse thing um, during the pandemic, which was super interesting because. We said I do to each other behind like a plexiglass screen, kind of like at a ticket booth, um, which is so interesting. But I'm kind of in this gray area where, yes, I am a military spouse, but I'm also kind of still a fiance. Um, It has been been quite a whirlwind there trying to get that all sorted out.
0: Yeah. So I, I have to ask you a little bit more about getting married in that fashion, because I've only seen that. You know, I've only seen like documentaries about it. And I really appreciate your upbeat attitude. But I imagine at that time, it probably was, I don't know, for lack of a better term, disappointing that it couldn't have been your ideal wedding. Like, tell me what that was like for you. Cause you did specifically Mm -hmm. say it was interesting to get married in that way.
2: (laughs) Yes. Yes. So we actually were both from New Jersey, but at the time we were located in San Diego, California. And so it was one of those things where, you know, we were all on our own. We had no family or you know, very close friends with us. And You're like, okay, well, you know, we're going to get married eventually. It's not going to happen in in 2020, but let's go ahead and just, you know, go to the courthouse and do the whole thing right now. And it was very interesting. I mean, we we wore masks. It was outside. Like I said, it was kind of, and it it reminded me of like a ticket booth from like a movie theater (laughs) that we did it in front of. And it was disappointing, but I think we also, we had a vision of what we wanted our big celebration to look like. And we realized that if we went ahead and, and did it when we did in 2020, it wasn't going to be what we had always dreamed. Well, maybe more so what I always dreamed. <laughs> so that kind of helped us with our decision and, and working through that. Um, and we're we're just so excited. Our our big celebrations come this coming December. Um, so we're just looking forward to that.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. My husband and I are a court wedding as well. We have yet to do our big ceremony five plus years later Mm -hmm. now. So I don't know, Janeline, you didn't know that. that. (laughs) No, we, uh, yeah. In case anyone's ever wondering like, okay, you guys are married, but I haven't like seen any like wedding photos. Oh, that's because we didn't do it. So (laughs) fun fact, fun fact for everyone here, but no rush. Right. And one of my best friends, like, you know, he did a court wedding too. And like, it's been like years since he's been with his spouse. And I'm like, so are you guys going to do a big wedding? Like, Eh, we don't need to, you know, it's, it's not that big video, but either way, you know, I don't think there's uh, anything wrong with that. And, you know, hopefully when we get to some sort of normalcy, you guys will be able to have your actual, you know, dream wedding. But in the meantime, welcome <laughs> to the military Thank life. You. Thank you.
2: There's <laughs> been lots to learn, but everyone, you know, it has been such a welcoming experience, I'll say. And I felt like everyone in the military community around us really understood that our wedding situation in a sense, right? They understood the courthouse thing and really just took to everything so nicely. So yeah,
1: Yeah, for sure. Oh, I'm just like over here chuckling, thinking back to my own military (laughs) wedding. My kids actually asked me the other, I've been married for 12 years. My kids actually asked me the other day, like, mom, like, how long were you and dad? Like, how long did you date? How long were you engaged? And like, stem to stern from meeting to getting married was 18 months. And it was like, we dated for nine, we were engaged for nine, we were married. And they were like, wouldn't some people consider that fast? And I'm like, (laughs) I mean, I suppose some people would,
2: but (laughs) it works for you.
1: Yeah. You know, such is military life. We were going to make sure we were married before he got a different duty station and all of the fun things that come with military life. So
0: yeah, that reminds me of my mom. I think I recall her mentioning that they had a quick marriage before, a quick wedding before my dad actually like was sent off to his next like duty station. So it seems very common, <laughs> you know, in this military life to have like quick weddings in a sense. But 15 years later, you know, Jalen, because I know uh, 15 years you've been with Matthew mm-hmm. now, right? Mm-hmm. You are. <laughs> you are 15 years later. So kudos to you and Matthew. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Well, Kira, I'm curious to know, let's go ahead and talk about It's a Military Life now. How did you come across Christina and what compelled you to get involved in working with her?
2: Absolutely. So we moved to the Virginia Beach area just over a year now. And when I got here, I really struggled with employment. I'm trying to find a job, creating a network, making those connections. It really, as a young professional at that time, I I really didn't have a lot of people I knew. And then I, of course, I moved into a new area, which I know so many military spouses can relate to. And after joining a local network around here, it was recommended that I, you know, get some volunteer experience, you know, in the the position that I'm interested in, in going into. And so I saw Christina's posting on LinkedIn looking for an administrative type volunteer for her new organization that she was hoping to turn into a nonprofit. And I thought that this would be a great opportunity. It was remote. I could do it from home. We had just gotten a puppy. So I was like, it's, it's a perfect fit. Um, And so I applied to that and I was very fortunate to get that position. Um, But Christina was even more fortunate because she received applications from like 20 different people who were all such strong applicants And so what she decided to do was not just pick one of us, but really take as many as she could on um, to form an internship cohort. And so that's how I became first involved with its military life was by joining in on this amazing opportunity to gain some professional experiences.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that's really awesome. And I recall the time when Christina was telling me like, yeah, so I'm looking for an assistant. I'm looking for a team right now. So it's really cool to, you know, again, like chat with you to know that that has really manifested into Mm -hmm. someone such as yourself and even this internship cohort program. What has it been like for you so far, you know, in working with It's a Military Life?
2: Yeah. So when I first started with the internship cohort, I was working in a smaller team. And and we were trying to really develop the nonprofit side of the organization. And after the cohort program ended, Christina had offered me an invitation to stay on as a professional volunteer. And so at that time, I transitioned into kind of this dream role in a sense. I was the director of you know fundraising and community outreach, which. For me, it was just very exciting to be able to really gain so much experience in that nonprofit career I was looking to jump right into. And so um, since then, that was, gosh, six months ago now. It has just been so wonderful because I've gotten so much hands-on experience and I've really seen this organization grow from being kind of, you know, just almost an idea. You know, when I came on, it was just Christina working just by herself to now this established nonprofit and so it's been it's been really awesome to see the programs grow with the Veteran Pen Pal project. And that has, you know, gained so many new volunteers there. But then also to to see this, the next internship cohort program starting to to come to life in the next few months.
0: Yeah, I think that's really incredible. Jenny Lynn, you met Christina basically the same time that I did. And you guys had a lot in common at that time. <laughs> but I, I'm curious to see what your thoughts are, just kind of seeing the progression of you know her starting with her site to where she is today. I mean, I'm just constantly
1: amazed every time we hear about it's our military life. I am just in awe of like how quickly Christina was able to put things together and then know that like, oh, this is bigger than me and form a team. And I mean, what an awesome service all around, both in, like you said, Kira, you know, that like you were looking for experience so that you get to put on your resume, like, hey, I have this experience. Like, How awesome is it that something run by a military spouse offers other military spouses like an opportunity to Mm -hmm. like put things on their resume that are real honest to goodness skills and show like the work ethic of spouses. I mean, I've moved all around. I don't work in a career that I have any kind of degree in at this point. (laughs) (laughs) I have two degrees, none of them in what I do. You know, I have large gaps in employment from all the moving. So to be able to, you know, one, work remotely for something and like help get it off the ground and then be able to go, Hey, look at this thing I helped build. Like, that's awesome.
2: It's been so exciting. And um, if you don't mind me adding one of the coolest things, I think that I've kind of been able to experience and Christina has been able to share with me is that Because of my role here, actually, we just started a job at a a highly recognized nonprofit organization. And so I was really able to basically what It's Military Life did worked right? Like her goal of providing these hands on resources for military spouses and veterans to add to their resume. And to help it stand out and give them some great talking points worked for me. And so it's kind of, it's fun to see that success and that that journey from the beginning to now.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. And for you to be able to benefit from it professionally. Yeah. Really yeah. Good. Well, let's talk a little bit about, you know, as you mentioned, It's a Military Life has expanded so much since we talked with Christina last summer. Let's talk about maybe some of the favorite programs that are currently going on right now.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so of course, one of the biggest ones we have, and my personal favorite, is Veteran Pen Pal Project. That's our ongoing initiative to pair veterans with volunteer pen pals. And we actually we got so much interest from volunteers wanting to write to veterans that we actually for a bit of time had to close down the submissions for that because oh, wow. we need we needed to catch up in getting more uh, veterans on vol- involved. And so that was just really humbling for us because we were like, wow, you know, like people really want to get involved in this. They're very interested. And so that's one of my favorite ones, just because, you know, it's all year round and it really provides some meaningful connections there to our our nation's heroes. Um, But one of the other ones that, of course, is my favorite is the internship cohort program that we offer. And we do have the second Annual, I guess you could say now. One coming up this January, and so we're starting to to really prepare for that. There's just some some really cool things that are are in store there. Lots of developments from its first initial year. Mm
1: -hmm. You guys also participated in Military Marriage Day this past August, didn't you?
2: did. Oh yes, we did. Oh, I see. I just I feel like we've been (laughs) doing so much. I like forget sometimes of. Some of the other things we've been involved with, but yes, we did participate with Military Marriage Day, and with that celebration, we did the Love Notes program, Mm -hmm. and so for that, kind of stemming off our ideas of veteran pen pal project, we encouraged military spouses veterans to just write a random love note for their significant other, you know, encouraging them to not only share and show love on Valentine's Day, let's say, but to do that all year round. And so that was just so fun to see the different stories that came in and um, really just to celebrate the relationships that military spouses have.
1: Yeah. It was fun to watch on social media. I did not participate this year as we were a couple weeks out from a cross country PCS and that was not going to fit in all of the other things we had going on, but it was really, really fun to see like people get into that and share their military marriage story. I mean, I don't know if you guys have pictures from your ticket booth wedding, but like that would be a fabulous uh, military marriage share.
2: That would have been. We actually, I have pictures from it. None of them have been shared on the internet. (laughs) Yeah. As we await our big celebration, but that would have totally
0: been a perfect photo for that.
1: Next year. There's always next Next year. year, Don't come around again.
0: (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Well, it just sounds like there's so much fun going on with It's a Military Life. And I love seeing someone such as yourself, Kira, who is so young in the community right now, to get so involved so quickly and see, you know, and kind of see the fruits of your labor very quickly and having these opportunities professionally and all that good stuff. Awesome. Well, Kira, it sounds like you are having a ton of fun with It's a Military Life. Let us know for, you know, our listeners who may be interested in getting involved. How can they do that? How can they get started?
2: Absolutely. The best place to just see what we're doing and, and try to get your feet in through the door would be to head to it's a military life.org. And you can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at it's a military life. And um, really you'll see listed there, all the different programs we offer. There's information about joining the upcoming cohort immersion program. Again, for anyone who's looking to, you know, just move along in their professional journey or, or change things up a little bit.
0: And um, so all that information's there. It's a Awesome. Fantastic. And I just want to make a comment on how much I admire your willingness, you know, to get heavily involved in the community very early on. Because I think Mm -hmm. very often Jenny Lynn and I have these conversations where it just seems so difficult to find resources sometimes, or maybe even there's this sort of sense of shame or insecurity and reaching out for these kind of resources. So to see you uh, very early on to, you know, kind of jump into the deep end with this, I just want to, you know, let you know that I, I find that very admirable. Yeah, well done. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I
2: mean, I will also say, like, I went through that period of time where, yeah, I was almost embarrassed in a way, which just sounds so silly, but to like seek out help, you know, and like to find these resources. And really, like, the second I did was such a change in not only like my professional life, but just like my emotional well being too, mm-hmm. like knowing that there's people there out there to support you um, and organizations that want to help really just made all the difference. So anyone who might be on the fence about it or unsure like what they're doing in their life, just find some people to help. There there's so many out there, like mm-hmm. they're here to help mm-hmm. you. I remember when we first uh, communicated, you had sent like a list of questions that might be asked. And honestly, one thing after I was kind of thinking about those was, um, you know, kind of how I hold down the fort, you know, and like how I kind of get, get things going. And although I am just a dog parent, I have you no know, little ones around. I think one of the, the biggest things for me that I've learned about myself in in being a military spouse is how important it is to really reach out and interact with your loved ones, families and friends. Mm-hmm. And because I now live in a new place, that really looked different for me. And I had to make sure that I was calling and texting and doing what I needed to do to still stay connected with with them. Um, And it really allowed me to have the time pass quicker when I was alone or when I was feeling lonely. And so I would just say it's just so important to figure out what works best for you and making sure that you feel loved and connected within your community.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you will find no bigger proponent of the spouse network and community than me. So <laughs> well done on diving in head first and doing all the things you need to do to, you know, take care of yourself and really to add value. Like people that have been as, around as long as I have and even longer, like really, really appreciate brand new folks who want to join, like who want to come into the fold. Like it is wow. really special to be part of a military community. And we're always, you know ready and willing to welcome folks with open arms, at least in my experience.
0: Thank you, Kira, so much for sharing that. I think that is a great way to wrap up our conversation. Kira, it was an absolute pleasure having you on our show today. Thanks again for joining us.
2: Thank you so much.
0: Yes. And of course, Jenny Lynn, thank you for co-hosting with me as always. Happy to be here. Yes. And to our listeners, thank you all so much for listening and we'll chat with you in the next episode. Tune in next time. We hope that you enjoyed today's conversation.
1: Get access to our show notes and subscribe to our newsletter by checking out the details of this episode on your preferred podcasting platform or visit our website, holdingdownthefortpodcast.com.
0: And while you're on holdingdownthefortpodcast.com, be sure to follow us on Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, or our YouTube channel. If you got a lot of value from today's conversation, kindly leave a five-star review on
1: Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, or leave us a recommendation on our LinkedIn profiles.
0: Thanks for listening. Tune in next time.